Whoa. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. This is Connor Hallway of the Golden Hours Podcast, and hey, this is GDP Minute, and it's being produced by my close friend Chris McCormick, who is the live producer on today's episode with Instagram God, Everyday Robbie. So Robbie's been on the show a couple of times. He's been attached to some GDP projects for a long time, and since the show's kind of taken a little bit of a business shift recently, we had him up, and he described how he makes money on Instagram how he talks to brands on Instagram, how he's been able to be fully entrepreneurial now for four years. He was kind of an Instagram vet. So when this whole influencer marketing thing started in like 2015, 2016, he was at the forefront. So he's seen all the shifts. And at the start of the episode, he talked about how TikTok's kind of reinvigorated his passion to create and make videos. And then he gave a, a great breakdown of how brand deals work for him, how he negotiates his price, how he assesses if a company's good, and how he assesses if a product's good and if it's a product he wants to promote. A big takeaway, though, he was like, dude, honestly, it's tough having pride in the brands you work for when you're fully entrepreneurial because this is a job and you got to make money. So sometimes I just take the check. Big takeaway. He discussed what people need to do to grow their Instagram and where people are messing up. Consistency. You probably heard it before, but he said, dude, you got to be wicked consistent. Another thing that he discussed was if a brand is going to reach out to him, the things that he considers on the legitimacy of each brand. It's a really good episode, and he also talks a lot about mental health and how this just not easy, man. This shit's tough. With that being said, this is Connor Hallway, and this was a GDP Minute. I hope you enjoy. Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. Before I get to our guest over here on the right, we have a very special producer in the crib. Introduce yourself. What's up? This is C-Mac. Producing my second episode for the Golden Hours podcast, and I'm happy to hear what Robbie's got to say to us today. Oh, uh, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to say wow. his name. Sorry, because I was supposed that. to do that. <laughs> I'm gonna hit out. Sorry, his uh, name's not Robbie. His name's not Robbie. It's Forget Robert, right? Yeah. Robert. <laughs> nice. Well, hey, I'm glad you're here too. Yeah. Your mic's a little low, so on your logic track, just see the volume thing on the right. You know, what, I'll just adjust it right now. So. Here's my epic intro. We've had a plethora back in the day when GDP was just starting. And when actually even before GDP in the Coach Connie days, there was one human I knew who was trying to make funny videos. And this was way back. But he, the way he was doing it was way different than I was doing it. And I was like, damn, this dude's making like 45 second videos and The Rock just shared his video. What? This dude's getting a world star in complex and he's doing it on his own? What? This dude's a great guy and he has a well-manicured beard. What? <laughs> and so since then, Robbie and I have... We're family friends also. So we've been able to do a bunch of cool stuff together. And so to my right, I have Robbie Mercer, AKA Everyday Robbie. Bam! Thanks for having me. What's going on? Do you want to kind of give a quick synopsis of who you are and what you do? Yeah, well, my name's Robbie and I make 
weird comedy videos on TikTok and Instagram. And that's my life. Straight up. But you're a vet. I'm a vet. This is my isn't that wild? fourth year. Whoa. Almost fifth year. Jeez. Of, of influencing. Yeah, I'm, I'm a 27-year-old adult making comedy videos. And you you were on the podcast. We ran like a, a pretty long one. But this was like way back. Me, you, and Clout, right? Yeah. I haven't talked to Clout in a long time. I haven't either. Dude, he like doesn't post on Instagram anymore. I think he's a little heavier on the music now. Yeah. Well, Clout, if you see this, we miss you. Still do. You guys never did a collab yet? Or? No. No. Well, that was one thing. So I was in one of Robbie's videos at the end of PC. And it was like when your friends hung over and like Robbie, he was on a skateboard, oh, tripped skateboard. over a stick. Yep, and it was yep, like me yep. and Star South. Yeah, I remember that. But when we had the com, when I that was the first time we like really met in person, and we had a conversation, and he was like, "Yo, dude, honestly, this shit is hard as fuck." Like, excuse my language, like this influencing thing is very hard. And I was like, "Can you elaborate on why?" He's like, "Well, because all my friends work corporate jobs, and like I don't work a nine to five, and what I do is totally different, and I have no one to collab with." And so he said that when we were leaving PC. And then I'd seen him again in November. And he was like, dude, there's no one to collab with. Yep. And so I was like, yeah, there is a couple of people to collab with. And so now you kind of have a little task force. Dude, now it's like this like squad of like literally six people who do the same thing, who live in the same area. It's just like, is this possible? How fire. Like, it's awesome. It's literally awesome. And like... With AK and Zach and all them. I never would have met them if it wasn't for this podcast. Like, Pretty wild. You are the king of networking. You know it's what I mean? But, um, but is it has the influencing life been easier for you now that you have a team or like you have people to create with? It's been easier, but it's just it's still tough at the same time because like I love filming with these people, but like everyone has like a different view for the videos we film. So, like, sometimes there's, like, slight, like, arguments, like, you know, like, how should we film this scene or how should we piece it together? But for the most part, it's amazing. It's unreal. Well, one thing I've noticed, too, because we did a shoot here the other night, you you understand and you understand the edit very well in terms of how to edit something for, like, a 40-second success. Yeah. It's something you have above, like, m most of the other kids that are here. You understand, like, okay, this will work well in the edit. You got to bring this to the close-up. You got to do this over here. Right. How much of a weapon is learning, is knowing the edit in the software in and out? It's an absolute weapon. Dude. An man. absolute weapon. Like, you could have 15 years of editing experience, but if you go and try to edit one of these, like, 45-second videos, it's a whole different ballgame. It's so different, you know? And, like, I'm at the point where I'm, like, posting my, my TikTok vids on my IG now, and I don't know if my... My fans like it, you know, elaborate. So, you know, like TikTok, there's like the text in the videos and like they're pretty short and there's like specific sounds and everything. I've been like posting those on my IG for the past like month and it gets great engagement, but I'm getting DMs like, dude, like I miss like your old edits, like all this stuff. And like, do they mean the old bits like you with the straw violin and st stuff like that? Not even that. Like there's no really dialogue in TikTok vids. It's a lot like like silent videos, but like the text appears as a dialogue. And I think people just aren't used to that, you know. But for you as a creator, have you felt like there's a you've had a resurgence in like passion for it with the new app? 
Dude. Absolutely, right? 150%. Like, did I tell you my my TikTok got banned like two weeks ago? Did I tell you you about called this? me like, yo, what? Oh, the I fuck? did call you. I was probably crying or something. But like, dude, Aki says you know someone in the front office. I'm just man. like keeping my fingers crossed. But yeah, like TikTok has literally just sparked that old flame. You know? Did you feel like you, you were plateauing for a little bit, and then the new app came along? You're like, yo, let's dude, go. I was plateauing for like two years. <laughs> you feel like you're just going through the motions? Going through the motions, waking up, I'm like. Do I want to film? Sort of, but I kind of got to do it, so I will. But now it's like I go to bed at night. I'm on TikTok. I see like four or five ideas. I like can't sleep because I'm so excited for the next day to film those ideas. It's like wow, it's awesome. It's literally awesome. What, why do you think that is? Is it like the the structure of the new video, or is it just the apps more exciting? It's it's the way the algorithm works on TikTok. Like every video gets to like the quote like popular page. And, like, if people like it on that page, it just, like, literally blows up. And, dude, it's so easy to grow. It's so easy. So is that what is that what excites you is the growth of your page or is it Yeah, and, and I'm seeing so many brands flock to TikTok, which is, like, huge. Like, when I had, like, 12,000 on TikTok before it got banned, like, Dollar Shave Club reached out to me because they found my TikTok for a brand deal. Whoa. But I mean, yeah, whoa, but I never got the brand deal because my account got banned. You'll get it back. Though. I'll get it back. But yeah, I started a new page and I'm still I'm still going at it. So you'll have you have enough recycled content, right? Where That's you- a thing, dude. I grew to like eighty K on TikTok almost all through like reposts of my old videos. <laughs> well well one thing I learned from Aki when he was up here is I was like, yo, how can I use TikTok to like grow the podcast? And so my podcast clips are traditionally like 60 seconds. He was like, bro, you just got to cut them down to 15 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So all your content on there is 15 seconds. It's probably between eight and. Can you just grab, grab that and bring it a little closer? Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably between like eight and 20 seconds. If that. But does it work differently? Because I know there's like a 15 second space and then there's a 60 second space. The weird part is on TikTok, if you film a clip, you can't trim it in the app which I think is like BS. So I film all my stuff just using the camera on the phone and then go into video shop, which is just like a dollar editing app. And I edit there, then I'll post it on TikTok. Wow. But, oh, so you don't do any more iMovie? No, dude. I haven't touched my old camera in like four months. That old rebel with the, the old, on it. The old <laughs> T6i, dude. With the tape on it. But now it's just, yeah, it's just me and my iPhone. C-Mac, have you downloaded TikTok yet? No, I don't. My... Younger sister, who's about 13, is obsessed Dude, with it. it's huge. Uh, I think it's big like, on there. With, like, age. middle schoolers and yeah, high schoolers, yeah, exactly. it's, it's massive. Yeah, and but it, it reminds me of Vine. We had Vine when yeah. we were in that it's age. Almost, but. It's almost like Vine on steroids, because Vine yeah. was only six seconds. This is like, you know, you, you can make it six seconds, you can make it 30, you can make it a minute, you know? It's yeah. like, it's a good blend of a lot. Yeah. And, and the big thing I'm noticing, too, is the type of opportunity it provides from artists with the music. Yeah, how, how they have a whole song bank. I mean, dude, look at a uh, little Nas X. It all happened. Old Town Road blew mass, up, right? I think so, but it blew up on TikTok, and now he's like one of the biggest artists right now. Well, dude, wild enough. I don't. I think I said this recently. So there was a, a kid who came up on the show. He's a really nice kid. His name's Savage Gasp, and he was nobody knew he was really from Boston. I had met him at a show, and then I invited him up because I, his music was way different. And he came up on the show and we had a great episode. He's a mad good dude. And then his song went so big on TikTok and now he's like a big artist, dude. Dude, his episode has so many downloads. 
Yeah, that is you've probably so heard it. It's like October. It's a nightmare. <laughs> Shit. Crickets. Absolute crickets. Nah, I, I don't think I've heard it. You said, you said he's from he's from Boston or he's from Kentucky originally. From Kentucky. I'll show you it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aki had Aki had seen it in a couple of videos. That's sick though. That's all it takes though. It's just like literally one song to blow up on TikTok and like your whole career just. Boom. So with TikTok now, are you are you devoting less time to your Instagram following? Yeah, yeah. Like I will make a video on TikTok then post that video on Instagram. So like TikTok's legit my main platform right now. And is, has your engagement on Instagram gone down because of it? The engagement's gone up, but I'm still just losing followers, dude. Every day I'm losing like 300. But well, how do you how do you prevent that though? Isn't that just the way consumers work? Like some they'll follow you, they'll unfollow you. Yeah, it's just on on Instagram, dude. It's like the whole algorithm. It's so tough to grow now. So I've kind of just like accepted that. You know what I mean? So IG is like my my second focus, and TikTok is just. It's my baby right now. Full know? speed. Yeah, seriously. I feel like... Go ahead. I think that might help you, though. Like, now that people... I feel like, for me, people might get start to get sick of Instagram. It's been around for so long. Right. And now to have this new platform for you to, like, portray yourself and be out there, it helps you a ton. And like you said, yeah. you, it's increased your following and your network, and yeah. you're, you're killing it. So. And also, like... Do you remember on Instagram, I would only post like once or twice a week with TikTok, dude, you can make like four videos in one day. So it was like a week ago. I posted every day on Instagram for like 10 days straight and it was sick because I was getting like good engagement and everything, you know? So I think that's the biggest thing. It's so much easier to make content on TikTok. Is it more fun? This type of content? Yeah, dude. It's so fun. Like I could literally do it for like 10 hours straight. Is it? For you, is it because the ideas are faster and it's like all about the edit or the ideas? How is the how is the content like actually changed for you, dude? A lot of it is is trends on TikTok. That's like the biggest thing. So like when you hop on a trend and you make that video, like ninety five percent of people on Instagram has like never seen that trend. So like it's like really fresh to the eyes on Instagram, and it's much more global. Yeah. Well, your following has always been kind of global, right? Oh, they're like, yeah, it's like every country, literally. I know you got like a big, like uh, Middle Eastern. <laughs> Actually, though, no, like a bunch of people from India and like Malaysian <laughs> stuff. It's like <laughs> so random, dude. Well, it's the same with Mike in a Balkanian city. He's got tons of followers from India. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is hilarious. Yeah. It's so random. So you, so the content is now easier because the ideas are faster for you or the edits quicker both ideas are faster edits are easier and you can just pump out content i could make a video and edit it in like 25 minutes then remember instagram it's like you film for literally two hours upload those clips to your computer use imovie it was just like a whole day event so so does quality content matter as much in terms of like production value because we had when i had showed up to the the influencer warehouse in medford so there's this like Aki has a house in Medford and they, and they all, they collaborate there a bunch. And I showed up, dude. And they were just, I was just like, all right, cool. Like, let's see like what the boys are up to. And I show up like, yo, bro, you're going to put this banana suit on for us real quick. <laughs> you're going to put this hot dog suit on. Oh, hot dog suit. Like, the right. video is pretty funny, but I, it is funny. But I was like, all right, like <laughs> I tossed a hot dog suit on. But when you guys were, I kind of forget my question. I've been so lost in the hot dog suit. <laughs> 
That Wait. was the most unreal video. Influencer. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. So that was like a longer form video, though. That wasn't like one of your short acting Dude, videos where I he's like wearing two wigs. When you showed up, that for me, that was like the last day I like was focused on Instagram videos. Because like that was a, an Instagram video. You know, we spent like an hour filming it. There was like 20 different scenes. But after that, I kind of almost like followed AK's footsteps with the TikTok. Because I've seen him literally film a video and edit it in like eight minutes and it just blows up. I'm like, dude, like I need to hop on this. You know? What is your screen time looking like right now? <laughs> Bad. Do you have your phone on you? I do. Uh, why are, you are, we, are we going, are we going TikTok or Instagram? I just want to know your screen time. Like total. My big goal has been to cut down on my screen time. <laughs> I try that. I don't How do you Instagram. check it again? You got to go to uh general and then go to storage. Storage. Or no, excuse me. General screen time. General. Let's see if I can find it. My mine. How bad's yours? When I was in February, there were a couple of days where I was at like ten hours, yeah. and I was like, and I was miserable. I've cut down on it, and it feels so good. But I also don't have stuff to promote. You know, it's completely well, the thing different. Is, it's it's his job. Yeah, no, I know. It's content, completely different. You know, I, I'm able to Yo, do it. Find but. it for me, dude. <laughs> I ain't seen no screen time. I think IG's not going to be too bad at all. But I think screen time. Uh, Oh, 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 you haven't even had it on. Thank God, dude. Oh, so it won't even. <laughs> but like, I swear, if, if I was to guess, I think TikTok would be like. <sighs> how many hours? Five hours a day. But that's not like when you think about it, that's your job. That's not that bad. That's like what. Yeah. You, like, there's people that are sitting at a desk for eight hours, yeah. not doing anything like they have some tasks. But I mean, that could be it could be like a lot more. But well, that's I'd, my guess. I don't even mean on a product a productivity standpoint because yeah. he's productive. He gets yeah, stuff done. Exactly. It's more the fact that like you're staring at the yeah. screen no, for five hours, which is you ever hear about tech neck? Mm -mm. It's like if you stare at your phone like this for too long every day, you like inflame the nerves in your neck. And I swear I had that like three weeks ago, and it is like the most uncomfortable pain ever. Like was your, your neck just stiff? Your fingers go like numb, dude. And I looked it up, and tech neck came up. I'm like, all right, like this might be it. So I stopped looking at my phone for like four or five days, and it just went away. And I'm like, dude, like that's not good. Like that's almost like saying something. Like like Robbie, like get off your phone. <laughs> Do you ever? Does your brain ever shut off Instagram or content, or you just always? Is it always on go? It's 24-7 from, yeah. like, the moment I wake up to the second I fall asleep. You're like, just always thinking about how to grow the platform. Yeah. And, like, with my mind, I like, I'm always just, like, obsessing over, like, the newest thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, with TikTok, I just, like, became, like, obsessed with it, which is, like, good and bad. That's but great. Like, Being obsessed is good. I'm sick of people saying it's yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. I think to, like, a, a degree it's really good, but, like, sometimes I, like, over-obsess and, like, stress myself out, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, that's one thing that, that I, you've been like really vocal about is like yo like this you're an entertainer but like you go through it sometimes too oh, we kind of talked dude, about i this. go through it a lot well c mac is like real is totally familiar with it too is do you think a lot of your stress and anxiety is related to the app i think a lot of it is related to what i do and me comparing myself to my friends mm -hmm. i swear like that's how like so much of my stress and like just like anxiety like that that's where it comes from Cause like, I feel like nowadays the whole like corporate world, like you're supposed to go to college and you're supposed to work that like finance job or accounting job or business job, like 
behind a desk wearing a suit and there's times where like I'm walking down the sidewalk and there's like a dude with the suit walking past me I'm like is that supposed to be me like am I supposed to do that then like I got my dad on one side who like really wants me to but I'm like I don't see myself in that like position not because I'm like a bum or lazy that's just like not me Mm -hmm. yeah you know well you were a banker for a little bit right yeah I worked at a bank for like a year and a half which was like it was it was fun like it wasn't bad but I like I would never do that my whole life (laughs) Never. It's kind of where I'm at. Like, I don't know where I'll be in a few well, years. Well, but watch what you say. No, I you know. start working a I week, know. bro. No, I know. But <laughs> Easy. To, to go to your point where you're comparing yourself to your friends that are working these jobs, I've heard, like, to get... It's not good to be, like, comparing yourself to others. It's There's no benefits. One, There's no yeah, positives no, no, to, no, like, no. The one thing that I take to heart is, like, you're supposed to compare yourself to who you were yesterday. So, it's like, Ooh. if you can do that and just try to be better than you were yesterday, then... You'll you'll go on. See wow. that? See that's tough. That for was me. deep. It, yeah, it was. But that <laughs> that's tough for me. I I evaluate my progress usually on like a three month or a six month yeah. scale. So like, do you ever have moments where you look back at six months? You're like, damn, bro, I've come like kind of a long way in the yes. last six months. Yes. I saw a meme on Instagram. It was like, if you're the same person you were exactly a year ago, like you're doing something wrong. Then I'm like, oh, like was I the same person a year ago? Were you? But no, because I look back and I was like isolated, like me in a tripod, like struggling to make content. And like mm-hmm. now it's like, I got a whole squad. I'm on a different platform. I'm making new content. Like and you're having more fun now, right? Having more fun, dude. Yeah. More passion, just more drive. And I'm like, yeah, I'm more happy, I think, too, which is the biggest thing. And you're, yo, Robbie got fit as hell, bro. You yeah. lost, dude, what, like 30 pounds? I lost like 32 pounds since college. Wow. Awesome. I was like 208. Yeah, you were kind of a big dude. I mean, you look I, buff right now, bro. I was just like thick, you know what I mean? But um, it was because you were drinking all those milkshake smoothie coffees, bro. Dude, this shit's fire though. <laughs> <laughs> the Cumbies blasters. Yeah. But yeah, C Mac's the same thing. He at, he left PC and and now he's like psychotically fit as well. Yeah. Were you like, like Were you heavy at all in college? I was beer weight a lot of beer weight all oh, I yeah, did was dude. drink so it's like no one ever thinks about like how much weight you can gain just from drinking yeah i was no, drinking like four nights a week yeah like yeah. that that exactly. adds up so quick yeah so yeah. i started doing like sober challenges and i was studying for the cpa exam so every time i was like my mind's gonna be better yeah. if i work out if i don't drink so and sober challenge yeah <laughs> i would love to go like a month without drinking i just feel like on weekends i like get not even peer pressured, but all my friends are like, yo, like come out. I'm like, all right, like why not? Whatever. Well, yeah. So I imagine that's a tough bind for you because you Monday through Friday, you're for the most part hustling alone or with the group. And then you're with your corporate friends. Yeah. Is that like, is that weird for you? Because it's a different mindset. Like you live a much different life. Yeah, it's, it's not weird. Cause like I've known the other boys since I was like seven or eight, you know? But it really is just like such a different group of people, you know. For me, it's been tough. I I try to be, I'm I'm like really psychotically competitive, and so I honestly should be totally more transparent on the show about like like bad shit I go through, just so I can be honest and people can see the growth. But like, it's tough for me to surround myself with people now that are not on the same wavelength as me. Yeah. In terms of like doing your own thing and getting it done. So do you ever ha- feel like worried that some of the mindset of other people will rub off on you if you're around them? Does that make sense? I, it does. It does. I do to like a certain degree. Um, like my 
friends that work corporate jobs, like they just want to work the nine to five, go home, go to the gym. There's dinner. nothing wrong with it. There's, there's nothing wrong with that at all, you know, but I think it is tough um, to be around that sometimes because like their main focus is not like thinking about work, you know, like after work, they just want to chill. But for me, it's just like, I want to just keep doing stuff. So like I meet up with AK like probably like three times a week, which is like, that's like my, my medication, you know, like, like that's like the best stuff ever. And he's a workhorse, dude. He is, dude. He is. He'll film like, like six videos a day, you know? So I think it's huge to surround yourself with people who have like a similar mindset, like what you were saying. Like that's huge. It's just, I'm just really protective about who I surround myself with now. Does that make sense? Yeah, you gotta keep you like a small too. circle, yeah. dude. I'm just like my opinion. very, very isolated with like, if I don't think this is going to be like a good thing and not, something negative is going to come from, I don't even do it. Yeah. So with that being said, let's shift a little bit on a business tip here. So for value, I want to talk about how do you, you monetize Instagram, how you make money and how the whole process works. So can you just give a quick simplify how you make money? Yeah. So I, um, I work with brands and so for instance, like if you own like a, a phone case company, I would put your phone case in one of my comedy videos and you would pay me X amount of dollars. And a lot of these deals, it'll be some type of like affiliate deal. So I would make like 20% of every sale, but I don't really do that a whole lot. I kind of just have like set rates, but for the, for the most part, it's just straight brand deals is how I make my income. And so are you, is your following at the point now where you get contacted frequently by companies and brands? I do, but like 90% of my brand deals is me reaching out to companies. Like I used to, geez, I used to spend like eight hours a day just like looking up companies, finding their email addresses, like sending out a specific format. Like, hey, my name's Robbie. I run this page. Like I would love to work together and this is my content. I have X amount of followers. Exactly. exactly. And yeah, like I would, I'd, I still do that, but not as much, but like, I would love doing that. Cause it's almost like sales. You're just like, it's not cold calls, but it's like cold emails, you know? And then your the good thing is like your proof is right there in the pudding. Is it, how do you, how do you assess what companies you want to work with? Is it brands that you like traditionally, or is it people you think it's going to, content will cross over because comedy is a weird niche it's yeah like, it's it's not necessarily like brands that i like i have this whole like like process so if i like see a brand i'll i'll go on their website and the first thing i look at is like is this website like like modern slash updated is it a very old website if it's a very old website these people are not going to be that big on social media because like they're not like quote like with the times you know mm -hmm. so if the website's updated, I go right to their social media. I click on their Facebook and Instagram, open that. And if they're like very like consistent on their Instagram, like they're posting like every day that I'm like, okay, like this is like a potential company. So then I go like, I go to their contact information. I'll send them an email and I move on to the next company. <laughs> and what's the turnover usually? Like if you reach out to somebody. Jeez. I think for every 100 companies, six or seven would get back maybe more maybe like 10 i'd say and of the 10 do you always land a deal with them I'd say or? about one one or two so there's days where i send out like 250 emails you know mm -hmm. but the hardest part is getting this company to to trust you because yeah i have a bunch of followers but i'm a stranger to them like they don't know me like why would they even like kind of trust me in the first place 
I feel you. Like they could just send the money and I could just say, all right, see ya. So how does that work? So, so let's say for instance, you did a, a brand deal with Hims, mm-hmm. which is a fire company. Like mm-hmm. their brand is fresh. Can you just kind of give the synopsis of how that went down? You don't have to tell tell us how much you made, but like how you communicated with them, they communicated back to you, you negotiated your price, then the videos yeah, went Yeah, so I reached out to them and then I got in touch with their, I think it was like a marketing manager or something. And um, I usually ask for half the money up front and then the second half once the post is live. But because like they're such a big company and they, like, they have such like a specific format, they're like, you got to post it first and then we'll pay you. It was like two weeks after or something. But for the most part, companies will just like send it through PayPal or some do bank transfers. But that's like larger amounts of money. But well, yeah. like direct direct deposit straight to your bank. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But I think for the most part, companies just want to make sure that I'm going to make the content. Because like I've had companies say like they've worked with people in the past and they've just like literally taking their money and just in like just never answer them again so that's kind of dumb in social that, media space I though because i feel like someone could be like dude we, we just sent you 7500 bucks you got to make our videos yeah yeah and i think it's just so like scummy how like people do that because i think you know like an influencer like you want to have a really good reputation like you don't want to be known as that dude who like rips brands off like that's not going to get you anywhere have come so let's say for the hymns deal so do you set your price initially or do they say this is what we usually pay in for? I set my price, but I set it like really high. Cause like I know for the most part, they're going to counter at something like really low. So I'll like spike it up probably like $600 of like my original price. And then like we literally meet at like my actual price. <laughs> and, and so has, has your price adjusted as the years have gone on and your following fluctuated? Yeah. Dude, when I first started, my first brand deal was like 60 bucks. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was what was 40 it? Bucks. What was it? It was kind of cool. It was a phone case and it had like a lighter attached to the back. So like you like press down on this button and like you could just like light up like anything. And you were just pumped. You had a brand deal. I was like, dude, 40 bucks. Like I, I make this in like four hours at my bank job. Like I was hyped. That was one thing Mike talked about. So when you, so let's say you're working with a company. Is it tough for you because you're fully entrepreneurial not to just chase the check and then work with companies that you actually like? Yeah, dude, there was a time, it was probably like four months straight, I was just chasing the check. I was working with like companies that just did not fit my brand at all, but I'm like, I got to get paid, I got to pay my rent, my bills, you know, so I think a lot of people do just chase the check. There's nothing wrong with that, it's it's a tough bind, but do you ever consider your audience when you do the brand deal? It's like, will my audience actually benefit from this? I do, but I swear it's like any type of comedy video, no matter what the product is, like, like, yeah, it's an advertisement, but it's not like a straight, like, ad. It's not just like a boring, like, like informative type ad. Like there's going to be some type of like funny punchline to like a certain degree, you know? So I don't really get too many like, like hate comments or like people don't really mind them too much. And and have you gotten like a good sense from your audience? Like, uh we dude we actually like this product or dude this product's whack i'll be honest a lot of my products like sale wise like don't do too well um it's just a really tough thing especially with my demographic i'm like 50 50 like 50 percent male 50 percent female oh no so, like, way i thought it would be way more male no yeah or it's wow. like 55 45 but so like for the hymns that, that like only half my audience like would be interested in that because it's like a it's a male product. It's a sick brand though. It is, dude. They are so smart. Like 
they're like staying up with the trends and even just like their logo it's it's so Simple. bland but it's perfect are you familiar with c-mac no i have no idea it's like a, a male shampoo company okay. yeah yeah and they do like a bunch of like mint mint is that do they do your beard bro because that shit's well no you did that this morning huh you did that this morning this was like three days ago i just i just literally just trimmed here looking well manicured baby thanks boy. bro i appreciate it i got the grays coming in though you see them you got those those dab and dad grays yeah dude literally <laughs> just turned 27 i'm getting old you feel old I feel extremely old. I hate when people say that, though, dude. You're 27. But, dude, it's like you're going from the, the mid-20s to the late-20s. Yeah, but you probably said that when you went from 22 to 23. You're like, oh, God, dude. Like, I'm leaving the, my uh, early 20s. Yeah. What's it going to be like when you're 60? My dad just keeps saying, you know, 30s are the best years of your life. I'm like, dude, you've been saying that since I was, like, 16. <laughs> like, I Have you guys had a new perspective on age recently? Like I have, I'm like, damn, you leave college and you're like, oh my God, dude, it's over. But then <laughs> I'm an adult now. But dude, the growing up, like a 40 year old would seem so old to me. And now 40 year old doesn't really seem that old yeah. to me. Does yeah. it seem old to you? No, I wouldn't say a 40 year old, but then I look at like the 60, like the seniors and I'm like, okay, those yeah. guys have like lived like, and my entire, dad. just die already. <laughs> no, no, not like that, but like they've done so much to get to where they are right now yeah you know? like my dad he's gonna turn i think 65 in december and i'm like yo that's old yeah. he looks good though dude i don't know dude like he does him and nancy he does. both look great yeah like like he looks really good but like sometimes i look at him i'm like whoa like you're kind of old dad <laughs> I, I have moments like that with my dad yeah too. it's the same thing all right so quick segue back to to monetization so you Secure the deal with him. So you you negotiate your price, and then are you booking just a one video deal here, or are you do you usually pitch? Hey, listen, one video will be like, let's say just for hypothetical, one video is five thousand bucks, but if you do three videos, I'll do it for seventy five hundred, yeah. and then and I'll work with your marketing team and work on a, a campaign with you guys. Does yeah. that ever happen? I've done that a couple times in the past, but for the most part, like. Companies want to try out one video first just to see like how many views it gets and how many sales and like if that's good, like they'll hit me back up saying, hey, like let's like work out some type of deal where you do like three or four videos and we'll pay you X amount of dollars. So I think it depends on that first video. It's got to be like a hit. It's got to be good. A hit in terms of views or the content has to be good? Everything in terms of we're talking views and like sales and just brand awareness. Like it's all, they just it all has money. to be there. Yeah. 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 They just want to make money. Has, because you're, you're comedy and you have your own style of comedy, have companies ever said, dude, we love your following, but we want to, we want to shape, shape what the video is. Like we want to kind of have creative control over what you do. Yeah. And I'm down with that, but I think it's really dumb for a, not dumb. <clears throat> it's tough for a company when they say that. Cause like, this is like what I do. And like, I know like what's good with my audience and what's not. And for instance, I work with a company. It was a CBD company. They gave me this entire script of things to say. So like, you ever see those, like, like those, like medication commercials on like TV. Like it's like someone just really happy walking along and like, they're just like describing the whole like medication. Just like they're really like cheesy like commercials. Zyrtec. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So it may give you a heart attack. Yeah, they wanted stuff like that. Like, like this helped me with my anxiety and depression and stress. I'm like, okay, quick question. All right, so you're describing, you're, you're describing the CBD company and them giving you a script. Yeah, like they gave me a script of kind of what to talk about and what to say, and I did it. 
but my audience hated it. They're like, where's like the comedy aspect to this? And like, did I you didn't take know it, it. Did you take it down after? No, no, it's still up. But it's just like, sometimes you got to follow what the company says to get the check. But they really wanted me to like talk about how it helps me with like stress and anxiety, which is good. But like they were forgetting. It's like I make comedy videos. Like if you want good engagement on this video, like you need to make it funny. Is it ever a deal when you work out a deal? Is it like, hey, I'll do what you say, but I'm only going to keep the post up for 24 hours. Does that ever happen? I always say, hey, it's it's going to be a permanent post. Like, I don't think I've ever the taken companies down. Companies probably like that. They like that, yeah. Because like, even though like, you know, after 24 hours, the, the, the engagement, engagement kind of dies. Out. But for the most part, it's like people that come to your page, like who haven't seen your content, like they're going to see that advertisement right there. It's a so, permanent ad. Yeah, dude. So I just, I keep it up. So... At what point did you realize you had you had to be entrepreneurial as an influencer and you had to start understanding business more? And has that been the biggest struggle for you? No, no. I've I've had that that like business mind since I was like ten. So you've always kind of that liked just it. like came natural to me. Like reaching out to companies, like that wasn't even like I didn't even second guess that. It's just some people won't do that. Yeah, dude. I'd say about ninety five percent of influencers don't do that. You're leaving so much on the table. Yeah, it's like, do it. I see these people with like 2 million followers who aren't getting brand deals. I'm like, dude, you could be making like $8,000 a post in like literally 20 minutes just reaching out to companies. Well, because there's this weird pride thing. It's like, yo, hey, how many followers do you have now? Like 450 racks? No, like 420 something, 425. Okay, that's still, <laughs> still all right. hundreds of thousands, man. Still all right. Um, I think there's a pride thing. It's like they have this big following. They think there's... You just don't have to put in the legwork. Have you, you noticed it. that with this, a level of influencer? Like, oh, I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah, people just kind of get comfortable. They're like, I got a half a million followers. Like, the brand deals will come to me. They, they do, but like, you could be making so much more money. So much more money. So, <clears throat> at we were kind of talking about this earlier. So, I just ran the, the tax episode with the LLC dude. So, have you LLC'd your business? No. I've been told I should. I just, I just haven't done it yet. Am I asking good business questions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You having fun, bro? Yeah. Hell uh, yeah. I'm trying to make a little hashtag content. Have you? Do you still use LinkedIn? No. You could, dude. People could benefit from you so much in terms of Who learning told stuff. Me that? I, th I think Mike told me that. Like he posts all this stuff on LinkedIn, but I'm he like, he just started. Yeah. I'm like, how does that work though? Because LinkedIn is like like corporate stuff like where's the workout dude initially? i post everything on linkedin do you really well because people i th i think a lot of times they're so used to seeing corporate stuff on their feed that they're like oh my god who's this like young i didn't know there the was city? a feed on linkedin yeah like, like how does it work it's like it's very similar to facebook is it like so like for instance like if 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 you were to scroll the feed what type of stuff would you see well people i think like our content a lot see mike all good yep. hey way to come in the clutch good stuff we're just talking about linkedin all right, let's do it. Uh, like a LinkedIn feed traditionally, this is why I think some of our content's actually been doing really well is because you see a lot of like traditional posts where someone's like just got hired to work at Nike yeah. as a corporate sales recruiter and it will just be posts like that. So I think why kind of some of our posts are cutting through is because they're like, oh my God, who's this like crazy man meeting yeah. all these people in the city? Yeah. Yeah. And I think people could benefit from learning from you how you secure brand deals, how the money works. Right. Because dude, influencer marketing is going nowhere. Nowhere. Literally nowhere. It's going to be like the all. only form of marketing in like five years. Yeah. 
That's yeah. fire. You're, you're, but you're, you're a trailblazer, bro. Like, dude, if I if I posted my comedy stuff on LinkedIn, does that even like make sense? I don't know if yeah. I would do some of the videos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a different audience. I've got some pretty weird videos. I'm like, I don't know if I should post this. But on you LinkedIn. can make business related comedy videos. I could. You ever hear about Corporate Bro on Instagram? I've heard of it. Yeah. Is so it funny? like, dude, he's so funny. Me and him are like pretty tight. We. Uh, he's we, from Boston. No, nah, he's from like San Fran. But we collabed on a video like three years ago and. His stuff is like perfect for LinkedIn because it's like all sales kind of like oriented. And dude, he's blowing up. He posts all of his stuff on LinkedIn and like he's killing it. He is killing it. Is is he also, uh, does he also have a job? Yeah, dude, he works in sales. So like all it's of his stuff. so weird doing business with him. It's like, dude, yeah. we see all your stuff online. Yeah. Dude, all of his stuff is like it's in like a corporate office. Every single video. And he is just, he's so funny so funny he carved a good niche for himself yeah so like anyone that works in sales or like any type of business job they just like relate so much it's genius have you heard of corporate bro no i'm not really on the instagram <laughs> you gotta look so. him up dude well, he's on linkedin he's silly yeah i'll take him on linkedin <laughs> see you got any questions um i don't know i guess if we wanted to do you want to stay on the business route or you want yeah because right. i want to make sure we get i get the clips out for sammy spielberg okay yeah um so i guess i don't know part of the issue is that you're serving such a young community. Like how do you go to businesses and say like, there's not, not every business. Do you look for a business that would be, that would serve a younger demographic? Yeah, exactly. No, not really. Like I'm down to work with any type of business, any type of yeah. business. But I think with TikTok, everyone is so young on that app. It's mm -hmm. going to be tough to like, sell like for instance i've done like a, a hangover remedy shot like i don't think i could sell that on tiktok yeah like it's this, such a young audience like the cbd company for especially instance. cbd yeah like i think ak posted a cbd ad on tiktok and like the video was was it was fire it was sick but like i think a lot of that audience that they're not even old enough to, to buy it, it. Yeah. you know i know i wonder how jewel companies have started to market on tiktok because yeah. that's like really interesting because jewels are so bad, but it's right in their niche, right? Yo, did you hear about that ban in Massachusetts with jewel? Is it what flavored jewels are gone? Dude, they, they banned jewels and any type of jewel product until January 2020. So For what reason? There was like a, some type of like emergency. There was like 200 people that went to the hospital yeah. because of like jewel products. Are you like, off the jewel or are you still I'm on? off the jewel. You I'm know, off the jewel. Basically, yeah. I think they need to do more studies. Like they have no idea what this thing's doing to some of them. Exactly, it's dude. Terrible. It's like yeah. think about like the the long term effects. Like yeah. no one knows yeah. about it. And look at cigarettes. Like yeah. sixty years ago, like yeah. there was there was commercial saying how cool it was, and like no one knew like the the long term effects. And like look at cigarettes now. Yeah, dude, so it's kind of scary. No, <laughs> people just if they you don't say it's bad people will think it's fine yeah, yeah exactly there's no way that thing is good for anyone dude it's you're literally exactly. sucking in a flash in people's drive minds they think oh it's like an alternative to cigarettes a, a safer alternative but it's like dude like you're inhaling smoke into you're, your you're lungs you're sucking fumes out of like aluminum metal yes yeah. there's nothing yeah. good about like, it those like pods what could be good go about quick that? too. And that's a lot of like nicotine and other chemicals. Dude, one one jewel pod is, is twenty cigarettes, like nicotine wise. Yeah, that's disgusting, dude. And it's like <clears throat> people think since the smoke isn't as harsh as a cigarette, it's like more pure. No, no. 
Well, there's it's no like sucking paint but chips, bro. You know what the know worst about. part is? That thing is so easy to smoke. Yeah. Unlike a cigarette, like you can't be like ripping cigs in like school or whatever. Like people go to the bathroom in school and just rip the jewel for like 20 minutes. Like, and you can literally just go. Yeah, yeah. dude. At the bar, if you look around, oh, you'll man. you'll see like 15 people just like, just like all smoking jewels. I'm like, <sighs> dude, and it was it trended so fast. Yeah, it blew up in like two months. The jewel. Did they mark it on social? They did. They did, but like they got like I don't know what happened, but like I think it was they, everybody just started to try it, and then people are like, oh. Then you get like the you know forty five year old moms who start like petitions against yep. Jewel yep. and <laughs> all that stuff. But okay, so I got I got two more haymaker questions. Let's do it. One, Sammy Spielberg will probably cut this one up. So listen, I I produce dope content. You do, but my following isn't like massive. For anybody who is starting out on Instagram or TikTok, what are some of the the things you're noticing that people need to do a better job at? Posting more consistent content. That's something that I struggled in. Um, you got to be posting like every single day, especially on Instagram, like legit every day. I was posting like once or twice a week and that was getting me nowhere. Like now I'm posting literally every day and my engagement's just like through the roof now. So you got to stay consistent. There's going to be days when you wake up and you don't want to film, but like you got to just do it. You got to make that content and you got to post. So consistency is like, that's vital. huge. That is huge. How would you do it for the podcast? Cause I'm like, yo, if I produce just like two really good podcasts a week, it will grow inevitably. If I were you, I would, I would probably post twice a day, like once in the morning, once at night and and take like what you think are like the best podcasts and, and cut that up into like four or five like 30 second clips of like the most like valuable information or something funny. And dude, I would literally wake up, I would post in the morning and then before you go to bed, no, nah, maybe at like six or seven at night, post that second video and do that every single day. So, so you think more shorter content. So, yeah, so for instance, from this, from this episode, I'll probably have the Sammy Spielberg cut up like two 50 second clips of value yeah so you think i should do like four 25 second clips i would do that a hundred percent and make sure like you're using hashtags too between like four and six hashtags four and six yeah some people use like 20 but like that's how you get like shadow ban or like i know quote stupid, flag stupid american was telling me about shadow ban exactly yeah is isn't there something do you think now to be said for pages that are grow very organically and slow uh, not even to like do you think it's better to develop a good base first or just go for viral content? You got to go for viral content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, dude, with the Bieber Air, when I made that video, I had like 6,000 followers. You know? And your life changed. And it just, yeah. So, like, literally, like, one video can, like, start your career. Literally, one video. Which, to me, is, like, so insane. But people try to force that viral video. Like, that just has to come naturally. Like you can't like, you can't force any type of viral video. It just like doesn't there's, work. There's no real algorithm for no, it. No, right? people think they have some type of formula. There is no formula. It just happens. <laughs> okay. Here's another thing. Cool. That answered my question on that. And Sammy Spielberg, that'll be a good clip Two, How should brands, how should influencers approach brands better? And how should brands approach you better? Like, what's the worst thing? So let's say, for instance, actually cut this. This will be good. So let's say you're like a young hustler in the city. You got some sort of company you started. 
and I wanted to say, hey, I'd love an influencer to market my product. What's the best way to approach you? You're talking from like a brand's point of view? From your point of view, what do you want the brand to come with? That check. I want, I want like a good creative control over the video. Um, like they can't be too strict about that because it just, it never turns out good. Um, I just want a brand that's like, that's almost like trendy that like stays up to date with like any type of social media. Cause once you kind of fall behind that, it's so tough to kind of like know what type of content to do. Like looking at like a brand's point of view. So yeah, even just like a very laid back brand who's like down with me to like make any type of content. That's huge. That's so huge. And how important for you is like brand legitimacy? Like, do will you work with a spectrum of any sort of brand, or does it have to be someone that already has like their foot down and like have developed something for themselves? I work with any type of brand, but startups are tough because, like, you know, like a startup, the whole like marketing budget, they really don't have that. So a lot of the times, they're gonna try to send you just like free product and say, hey, like, oh, we'll give you product if you can make a video. I'm like, I just, I can't do that. I want to, but I just like, I, I can't. So you gotta make money at the end of the day. Exactly. Like you need the check. You know, what so if you did like royalties in some sense, like you're saying, like if I get like 30% of every sale or something, yeah. I've done that, but dude, like sales are just, they're not guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so right. you could do a hundred sales, which would be awesome. But at the same time you could do two sales and make like 40 bucks. Mm, yeah. So <laughs> it's good to have just like that set rate, just like, just so it's secure in your pocket. Yeah. So. Have, have you ever pitched brand equity? Like, Hey, I'll, I'll take a piece of your company. No, I kind of like that though. <laughs> I've uh, I've never thought about that, but Mike's I think, been doing that a lot. Has he really, dude? He's he's a genius. But that'd be big with like startups because they want someone who's like who's gonna promote their stuff on like a consistent basis. And if you get like a small percent of that and they blow up, that'd be huge. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if what if someone was to be like, yeah, like we are terrible at marketing, but our product's great. You as this company grows and you're just like an, an ambassador or a face for it. Yeah you'll cut you'll catch a big check down the line i might start pitching that dude that's actually genius like <laughs> i've literally been doing straight just brand deals i gotta start like finding different revenue streams that's the biggest thing okay another question yes i'm on fucking fire <laughs> this guy's on fire that's all that space juice baby the space juice c-mac was it my car or your car mine yeah it was that u-haul couldn't get by the small audi God damn it, see, The U-Haul's gone, though. Yeah, U-Haul's gone. Poor driving on their part. I think I could have maneuvered it. It's all good. Now. All good. Um, are you ever money nervous? Like, are you ever nervous? Like, yo, I'm fully entrepreneurial. Like, dude, what if the money doesn't come in this month? Every single day. <laughs> Literally every single day. There's months where I'm, like, just breaking even or maybe even losing money, and I'm just like, shit. Like, that's... It's tough. That's when you start second guessing yourself. It's like, do I really want to do this? I could go work the corporate job and have a secure check every week. But like your true self, it just almost stops that. It's like, I know what I want to do, but it's like so stressful, mm -hmm. especially living in Boston, dude. It's not cheap. It's not cheap at all. Then like my sister's paying like $400 for rent every month. I'm like, oh God, like that's amazing. So have, have you... Ever considered like, yo, I could work a, a job and do influencing? That's like kind of where I'm at. I've been like applying to like part-time jobs and stuff. But it's, is it killing you? Sort of. I, it's almost like when I apply, I'm like, 
I'm almost like letting the other side win. If that makes any sense. Like my whole thing is like, I want this to be extremely successful where I don't have to work that part-time job. So like when I'm applying to these jobs, I'm almost like, I like, I feel like defeated almost. I know what you're saying, but, but you might need to channel it. Yeah, I know. know. And like, and like, I know like for like my own mindset, I like need a part-time job too. One for the money for sure. But two, just like to have a, a, a more of like a structure. Yeah. And if you're money nervous, it, it will might alleviate some of your stress and you might be able to actually make better sound decisions. Yeah. You ever think about that? Yeah. But then like, I kind of think I'm like, I don't even know what type of part-time job I would want to do. Like I want to say something in social media. Right. But like a lot of these, these, these positions, it's like a software company or something just really boring. But I, I wonder if you could almost work for a startup and like go to a startup and literally just be like, Hey, listen, I will work with your social media team 20 hours a week. Yeah. Like, give me a check. I'll work with you guys 20 hours a week. You have to let me do my thing full time, but I will help grow and I will give knowledge to all all these people about how to use these apps to the yeah. best benefit. I like just started applying to like these, um, it's like a, it's almost like a talent agency sort of. So like, instead of me being the influencer, I would be the company reaching out to influencers to like work with whatever that product is and i would be really good at that because like i know how much like they would charge and i'm really good with engagement and but finding that in boston like that type of position is kind of tough yeah so long term where would you want to take everything like where if we're on some boss talk right you're gonna be you're 37 i'll be 33 right 10 years and we're like yo look look what happened the last 10 years where would you like to be i would love to be just a big household brand and like i would love to do like my whole comedy stuff but like even as a part of that like add so much value with the whole like mental awareness stuff because that's like huge to me and like i always want to add value so like if i could like combine those two and make like a big brand out of it i would love that literally love that but the way i see it like the more you grow the more opportunities kind of just like come to you for sure you know so i like don't have a specific like 10 year kind of future view i'm just like rolling with it dude you know where you want to go though yeah i do yeah yeah i think you feel the same way yeah i mean you have to have an idea but life changes everything changes i think it's tough if you like in your mind you have like a specific goal where you want to see yourself in 10 years and then like you you don't really get there like you feel like you're not i feel like that adds like so much stress to you yeah and then you feel like those 10 years were wasted when really you You were just growing yeah dude 10 years ago you were 13 i know (laughs) it's crazy you've wasted your last 10 years bro you're right you're right you're fucking around too much (laughs) in the playground damn it you guys are smoking cigs out back i know what you're in the jewel school uh okay so final final segue so you when you talk about mental awareness do you mean like you want to help people with their anxiety and like some of their depression. Exactly. That's important. Like, to you. I've been through that stuff since I was like, geez, maybe 10. So the past like 17 years. Um, when was it the worst for you? The worst? Was it during the influencer phases? or was That it- was one of my worst. It was like the summer of, geez, when was that? 2018 or 17 where I was like so isolated and... At the time, I was taking Vyvanse, and like that almost adds to your isolation. You know what I mean? And not not almost, it does. Yeah, dude. So like for literally like every day, it was me and a tripod. I'm like, 
one day I was sitting there, I'm like, I like hate my life. Like this is not fun slash exciting. And you still and you were still putting stuff out. And I was still putting stuff out, but I swear the most depressing stuff is like in that time frame, I was so depressed. And then like obviously like if I'm filming a video, you gotta have like the goofy smile and all that stuff. So like I would like film the clip, then right after I'm just like just like depressed. And it's just like so fake. And I'm like, this is just not organic. Well dude, I know exactly what you're saying. So like literally dude, having this whole group is like it's huge. It's huge because yeah, the content, but just being around people, socializing. Who get it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I was Adderall boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know dude, exactly what it was yeah. like, bro. I was yeah. like, I, I shoved myself in a library like every day, yeah. just editing videos, totally sauced up. It's terrible. Too the sauced. Sti- and you didn't even really, cause you were getting stuff done and you were being productive and you're like, dude, I, I don't, I'm getting stuff yeah. done and my page is growing. So this is like part of the grind. And like when I would take it, dude, like I could like feel my heart racing and like my hands would get all clammy and like I'm so sensitive with like anxiety. So like even like after this cup, my hands are like sweating. So on Vivance, I was just like this, like, oh. do you, you still become, take it? No, good. No. But like you become almost like a robot, you know, all you can think you about is Vivance. Yeah. I mean, we're focaling. No, yeah, I've taken that all. What's focaling? Took that MCAS blast. Yep. Yes, yeah. sir, baby. <laughs> Is that a type of stimulant? Foculant? It's all the same thing. Foculant. I've never heard of it. It's all brain crack. I think it's smaller yeah, doses, it's but yeah, it's like... No, it's a different chemical compound. Yeah. Adderall is like the the lesser of yeah. all of them. Vivance Vi- is like really powerful. Vivance is that zombie yeah. smack. Did you guys ever have really bad like crashes when you would take it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, Are you serious, like, bro? Dude, dude, dude. Literally at like 4 p.m. it would just hit me up until like 9 p.m. And I'm like... I can't talk. I can't move. I like need to like be by myself somewhere. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, what was crazy for me when I was taking it is, that I didn't know. Like, I was so reliant on it to edit, weren't you? Yeah, dude. If I didn't take it, I didn't want to edit. And you couldn't edit as well. Yeah, right? yeah. Like you become just so reliant on that, and it's scary. So, how much has your your new health kick? Um, how much has it been devoted to like your discipline and like going to the gym and exercising? And it's really just, good? just eating right, dude. I never really changed up my workouts. It's all about like the a good diet. diet, but, um, would you dude, stop eating sugar? I stopped. What did I stop? I stopped eating dairy, which was big. Um, a lot of people say that. And I just, I like, decreased my calories, but I'm almost like, I feel like I'm like too skinny now. So I'm like always asking my friends. I'm like, dude, am I like, am I too skinny? You look built, bro. I like, I know, but like, I'm so used to being like thick. You know, like I was thick for like 10 years, dude. So this is, it's still like kind of new to me. You feel good though. I feel good. I do. I'm like, I'm more quick, you You know, look good. I appreciate that. I got the beard going, you know, look handsome, man. Whole new, whole new Robbie right here. Bunch of hot dudes in one room. You getting jealous? No, I'm not. (laughs) He's blushing. (laughs) Hey, any last questions? No, I loved it. This is awesome. You have a good one? Yeah. Cool. I had a great episode. I had a great episode too. Well, you did a great job. I just enjoyed myself a lot. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it.